Hello and welcome to the Temple Podcast. My name is Edward Pike. I'm your host and this podcast really is a space for us to explore the art of being human and the art of service. And usually in this podcast, I interview and I have a beautiful conversation with um, a changemaker, a creative, a coach, a therapist, someone who's working with people and is working to, um, to create some form of change on, on, on some level. Now, this podcast is going to be a little bit different. This is going to be a series called Integrating the Gifts. And this came to me in a dream a couple of nights ago. The, the need and the intention to really integrate and summarize and share in a way um, what I receive and what we receive, us as the Temple team, from all these interviews and all the wisdom that we're uh, listening to and we're receiving through these different, um, different guests. So for this first one, uh, it's just me, myself, and the microphone speaking on a few topics and leading you into a little practice at the end of the podcast. And I'll do these, or we will do these as a team as well, as and when it feels right, as and when we're kind of coming to the end of a cycle, um, when there's something for us to share and to integrate and to, and to, to give to you as, as a result of everything that we're kind of receiving intention really is to help you also integrate all this wisdom whether you've listened to all of them whether you're just listening to this one it's really to give you like a, a condensed a condensed essence of this exploration that we're doing through the temple podcast so just for today sit back relax and enjoy the podcast want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world there's room for everyone and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. Hi and welcome. Uh, beautiful to to have you here to be listening to this this little sharing this is all this first episode of integrating the gifts and really the extended title is integrating the gifts of this podcast which is a beautiful little space which i'm very grateful um for and for all the the guests that have jumped in to these conversations over the past weeks and months and i'm excited for for all that is to come we've got a lot of beautiful guests planned in the coming weeks and months. So there's been a clear cycle, a clear exploration, which I don't know yet if this will continue within the upcoming uh, explorations and, and, and interviews. But I've written down a few key words from, from everything that we've been exploring so far on this podcast. And these are some of the words that we're going to be diving into today. So these words are nature and our alignment with nature. The idea of our, of our images and our beliefs and the illusions that we hold in our minds and how they can um, influence us. The idea of authenticity 
and how to be more authentic and, and what that actually means and is and looks like. And of course, um, one that is really throughout the entire uh, conversation so far is uh, listening and listening to ourselves, to others, to life. And a fifth one that I wrote down, which is kind of underlying all of this, is the idea or the concept and even beyond the concept, the, the practice, let's say, of our purpose, the practice of service. This is something that is um, very, at least personally, I'm very curious about, very interested in. Um, it's something that's been quite innate. Um, I studied management in university. I went to work in hospitality, and I was for Hilton Hotels for a little while, and then started working with people in the body-mind-spirit field, starting in, in personal training. And even as a, as a teenager working in campsites, uh, you know, my parents had an Airbnb, Airbnb, and so this idea of service is something very juicy, personally, and I know that for the Temple team, this is also something that we're very keen to explore. And this is what we're, we're really supporting people with on the campfire, to really step into our, our higher nature, we can call it, and as a result, as a direct result of that, our higher service. So service really is a key to, to all of this, underlying all of this. And I know some people don't fully resonate with that word of service. It has some very negative connotations. Um, it, has an, uh, it can carry, of course, uh, those connotations of dominance and submission. But what we're, really, what we're really keen to talk about is service as an act of love, service as a giving of your gifts, service as being the expression of life that you are. And in this natural expression of life. If you look at, at children, there's a natural impulse to giving. Um, I can't remember the study, but there was a study done with children of a young age, from, I think two years old. And they were at their happiest when they were giving something of, them, of, of theirs to other kids or to other people. That was made them the most joyful and gave them also the most <clears throat> pleasure in their body, which is really important because at that young age, happiness isn't a concept, it's an experience. And that's been one of the themes also that's kind of come up through these conversations that authenticity, um, success, mm, being in alignment with ourselves is beyond images. It's beyond an expectation. It's beyond what we've been told of what we've learned. It's really a, an embodied sense, an embodied feeling. It's like the, the, the organism, the body, the energy responds in a way that feels really good. And so that could be a first theme that we'll dive into right now, which is this idea of, of listening. And that's been across the board, um, connecting with these beautiful human beings who have been working for many, many years, some of them, to better the lives of their clients, of their communities, of, of the people they work with, of the planet. And there's a real element of listening, listening to a deeper intelligence, listening to a deeper voice, a deeper place. 
listening to the body, listening to the heart, listening to also to, to others. Um, all the guests really have that in common. That is really key to us beginning to to live a life of being the profound love, the profound wisdom, the profound joy that we are, and in a way aligning our lives back to to their most natural expression. And when I, I say natural expression, I really mean an alignment with life, with nature. In the podcast with Ildigo, we talked a lot about aligning, how to align our lives and work with, with nature and in practical aspects that can be, you know, time with time, thinking of time differently, not in such a linear way, but in more a cyclical and rhythmic fashion like the cycles of the seasons of nature. That's one very practical example. And what's really underneath that is how to live from that space of depth, how to live from the space of being in connection with our true nature. Um, and this brings us to the topic of images. When we... We often... We all, we all do. We all carry many different images in our minds of um, the way we should be, the way others should be, what life is like, what it is to be human, what it is to be successful, what it is to be a good person, etc., etc., etc. Tons and tons of images. And more often than not, and I'm not going to say never, but more often than not, these are not in alignment with what is true for us, what is sincere, what is, I want to say natural. And by natural, I really mean what, it, what comes from inside us what comes from our most natural, organic, uh, true and sincere um, e expression. And so this, this act and this art of listening um, really is a listening to that, listening to that, to the truth, our truth, to listening to our hearts, our bodies, to the impulses of life as it unfolds through us. And that's been a beautiful learning of the past few weeks and months of this exploration. That this idea of purpose and service really is an act of listening, an act of listening to what is truthful for us, to what we're curious about. And I know for many of us, we've been taught or we've learned that finding our purpose is you know, being able to write it down and to fix it somehow. And finding our why, finding all of these things, which are important for sure. But there's something quite magical when we also turn the word purpose on its head into this, into the act of listening to what is authentic to us in each moment. And that is really a practice. That's what I'm, I'm really seeing through these stories of people. It is, it's a lifelong journey of listening, of following 
that curiosity, that little spark of excitement. And also listening to what life offers to us, what kind of clients come our way, what kind of opportunities come our way. And really remaining open to, to life and to the gifts that life does bring us when we open up. And listening really is that it is opening up to another way. Now, you might have this same experience, but for many years I had this, and still do feel it at times, this tension around my ears and shoulders. And when I really dive into it, it's like as if I'm lifting my shoulders up so as not to, not to hear. And it, this keeps my energy very much in my head, in my mind, in my thoughts. And the simplest thing I've learned to do through somatic work is relax my shoulders and allow myself to hear again, to really listen, to listen to the birds, to listen to my heartbeat, to listen to um, the world and to listen to others. And when I forget to do that, I know I'm in my mind. But when I just relax the, the energy in the shoulders and begin to take in the sounds, then instantly I am back to present moment reality back to what is here and now and real so listening and I've written down in my notes that listening is key to life exclamation mark it's, and it's really the key to all of these things to finding our authentic purpose our authentic service through listening to the rhythms, the cycles, the intelligence of nature within us and outside of us. And, to, and in doing that, we begin to notice and can let go of the images that we hold about ourselves, life and the world. Hmm. So that is one of the beautiful gifts of the many gifts that um, we've received so far through this exploration, that listening is the key to life. So authenticity, that's also a beautiful theme that has arisen. Um, the authenticity of following our hearts, of, of allowing ourselves to, to really step into our gifts, to go beyond our images of success, of how to teach, of how to be. And this has come through many conversations with Andrew Hall, who really uh, talked about how when he found his authentic way of teaching, that was when he, he really... Uh, found his mastery of his work and his teaching. And through Chloe's idea and timeless idea, really, of authentic success and questioning what is real, what is true, what is sincere. This also came through the conversation with Tiger and the idea of sincerity. And through many others, I'm sure I'm missing many out. Really, it was a theme that was infused in, in all the previous conversations. 
how to go beyond these images that we hold. And what was also clear, I guess. So listening is one beautiful um, and important aspect of finding this authenticity. But even before that, there's that need to question, need to reflect, need to ask ourselves the questions when we're not asking these questions. What is, is this true for me? Is this real? Um, for example, then we're, we're stuck in, stuck in, stuck in our images, stuck in mental and emotional loops and patterns that aren't truthful to us. So really the, the questioning is also important. Maybe it's crucial. Maybe that's the first step to actually pause and, and to question, what is reality right now? Is this really happening or is this a made up story? Is this what I really want? Is this really true for me? Is it the same thing but just different? Or is it completely different? And those questions, and this continuous questioning and self-reflection, not in a serious and, you know, heavy way, but in a, a space of wondering. And actually, side note, wonder is a beautiful of course, it's more than a tool, but it's a beautiful tool for self-inquiry and self-exploration. And you can feel the energy in the words of saying, I wonder what, or I wonder if, or I wonder dot, 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 in comparison to the heavy, I need to know what is, is this real, is this true, is this what I want? There's a real heaviness sometimes we can bring to our exploration. And this is the power of wonder and innocence because it opens up possibility. It um, is, is not a naive and, um, and small state. It's a very expanded, intelligent space that allows for nuances to come in. So in this space of questioning, I really invite us to stay in wonder, to stay in innocence. That's something I've... I do more or less instinctively, um, and it's something I'm, I'm keen to bring even more into the questioning, into the podcast, into this space, because it's what does open up and does allow new answers to come in through myself or the guests. And that's the power of innocence. It opens up doors of possibility. When we come from a, a serious trying to understand, trying to really get it, trying to know, then we, clo we somehow close off aspects of ourselves. Maybe it comes from a more mind and fear-based space, perhaps. Maybe. Maybe wonder is more heartfelt and more close to our true natural nature. <laughs> our true natural nature. I like that a true, authentic, natural presence and being. Yeah. Yeah, so wonder. And that's, as I'm speaking, that's something that I'm receiving, really, because my next note is, and this is very connected to what I've just shared about either being serious or being curious, sincere, as Tiger says, When 
and I'll, I'll use this example of questioning in the podcast interviews, questioning from a space of wonder or questioning from a space of needing to understand and get, get a result. The times when I've tried the seconds to get a result, to understand, have been the conversations and the moments when I felt most disconnected and I felt most alone even and unsure of where to go and where to proceed. But the times when I've just been fully open in my heart space, present, in this space of wonder and just allowing the words, the questions to just arise in the moment without needing it to lead anywhere have been the most powerful conversations, have been the most expansive conversations that have allowed so much more juice and wisdom to come through both myself and the guests who've often often said that this was not new information, sometimes new information, but it was like dots were connecting in a new way. And that is the power of wonder that we open up to an intelligence, a creativity, the intelligence of, of life itself that can really work through us and help us connect these dots in our consciousness from a, a kind of a, a higher although I don't like using the word higher because it can take us outside of ourselves. Deeper is another way of saying higher. A deeper um, knowing, a deeper consciousness um, that has a, a beautiful, deep perspective where everything connects and everything interacts. So wonder is a beautiful way of staying in connection and I've noticed that and this is also part of this, the power of this, this sharing that I'm doing today because this allows me to integrate everything that um, I receive through these, through these conversations, but also everything that I've noticed about myself uh, because any act of creation, especially something like a podcast, is just a continuous dance with life and a continuous learning journey. Of course, you can mask the practical aspects and that will always be a journey of betterment. I can get a better microphone, I can get a better software, I can get a better jingle. But ultimately, this is, that's one aspect. The second, for me, the most important and juicy aspect is what we're doing here, which is this exploration of the depth of, the, um, of all the learnings that arise as a result of doing such a process and such an exploration. And this, I guess, is we speak of curiosity and exploration, and this um, was shared beautifully by Alan and some others about the power of just following what we're curious about, what we feel drawn to, in Alan's example, then creating this beautiful business um, and work, um, Breath Guru, uh, following his personal curiosity around spiritual practice, yoga and breath, for example, and how we can allow that to guide us. And as I'm speaking, I'm noticing this, this exploration is a beautiful example of that. Uh, this podcast, sorry, is an example of that. I'm just following this um, curiosity around other people that are being of service and other human beings and 
what their lives are like, what their challenges have been, what their discoveries have been, how they keep themselves as much as possible in a state of of being of service, of of giving of their gifts, and how they deal when we don't, they're not in that space because they are human beings. And of course, this journey is a roller coaster. So this is another gift. And I'll, I'll speak to you here. What is your personal exploration? What, is, what are you curious about? What if you had a podcast? And I say a podcast, it could be anything. Who would you have on your podcast? What kind of guests? What would you like to know? What would you like to, to just dive into? Maybe there's some answers in that as to what you're here to bring, what your sole task is, as we would say. What you're here, what is your message and what you're here to bring to humanity? Maybe there's something in that, I don't know. It's an interesting question for you anyway and I'd love to hear what you come up with and while I'm, I'm still on this theme of authenticity another, I wrote another word down here which is another sentence which is a common theme also in, in these people is the, the courage to share what is in your heart and of course, there's different levels and layers of that and different places and times <laughs> that are appropriate for different depths of intimacy. But really, that is the key to our authenticity and to being authentically successful, to being in our purpose and our power and really going beyond these images, the mind's images, having the courage to share what is in our heart. And it really is having the courage because we're, well, we're not really taught that, um, that vulnerability, that risk, that is intimacy, being intimate with others, being intimate also with ourselves and with life in general. There's a risk in that. There's always a risk for a part of ourselves. Of course, for our true, let's call it inner being, there is no risk, but for our personality, our identity, this image of ourselves, there's a risk of sharing what is in our hearts, our gifts, our authentic message, our knowing. And so it's easier sometimes, well, easier purely because we are, it's more comfortable and safe not easier because it's more pleasurable and expansive, but only easier because it is yeah, more comforting to stay in those loops, those images. And I actually wrote down a little loop that I found noticing myself and others. And if you've been reading any of... Um, my posts, the forgotten art posts on the temple, there's a whole series on this concept of mental and emotional loops and how to break free from them. Now you may resonate with this, this idea that we, um, we live, some of us, 
perhaps all of us, I don't know, with this kind of low-level angst, anxiety, stress. When we are in that place, there's this need for comfort and safety, and this can come through our images and our attachments. And the more this anxiety increases, the more this need for comfort and safety increases. Now, as this need for comfort and safety increases, this has an impact on our behaviors. So it makes us perhaps uh, dive into our familiar, perhaps destructive behaviors that come from these images, come from these attachments, come from this need for comfort and safety. And as we we do more of these behaviors, you know, eat too much, drink too much coffee, and I speak from my personal journey here, um, watch too many YouTube videos, whatever it is that we know, we know in our hearts we don't really want to be doing, which are kind of a automatic, then there's a, a, a decrease, there's a betrayal of ourselves, and there's a... As we trust ourselves less. We have less energy. We're caring, appreciating, loving ourselves less. And that feeds, again, our, our anxiety, our stress. And so this continuous loop of this emotional state leading to our behaviors, leading to more of these emotional states and mental states. So I wrote down how to break this loop. And this is where a lot of the exploration we've been doing comes in because a lot of us are stuck in, in mental, emotional behaviors and loops that keep us small, keep us disconnected from our authentic knowing, our authentic love and power and wisdom. And of course, it's not black and white. We might be doing a bit of this. We might be doing a lot of it. We might be doing it at certain times in our lives. I know, for example, in the past few weeks, I've been noticing this a lot more in myself. So how to break the loop? Of course, any form of healing therapy that will help you deal with um, anxiety and stress will help you. But also, and this is something that's really come through the past few weeks of, of, of interviews, is... And I'll, I'll share this. Yeah, I'm just thinking how to share this. So instead of, yeah, so instead of our need for comfort and safety, we can step into vulnerability, to our intimacy with life. We take the risk of, of letting life be as it is, of letting life within us, our feelings, our energy, our bodies, others around us, just be as they are, and to be really intimate. And you can try this in this moment. What would it feel like to be intimate with life? So as a result, our behaviors change when we choose this. So instead of the destructive or the familiar behaviors, we step into a space of, of listening, a softer, a quieter, a slower space. 
listening, tuning in to our energy, our body, our hearts. And as a result of this, our energy increases, our trust in ourselves increases, our love perhaps, our care expands. It's like we're giving ourselves a gentle hug because we're intimate with ourselves again. And from there, instead of anxiety, instead of just anxiety, anxiety, we find presence, presence with what is, which may be a faint excitement somewhere. It might be fear, it might be joy. But instead of running away from it into the need for comfort and safety, into our familiar behaviors, and therefore reinforcing the loop, by just being present with what's here through being intimate with ourselves and vulnerable to be intimate, to be in the moment, we break that loop. And this is a beautiful example of authenticity moving away from our images into what is actually true and authentic right here and right now. In our images of who we need to be, perhaps we think we should never have, be anxious, we should not experience negative emotions. We should be confident, we should be strong. So when anxiety, even at a very low level, um, even something that we can't really perceive is just faintly there within our, our organs, our stomach, within our bodies. When we're, when we're resisting it, when we're not present with it, then we start to run away into our needs, our attachments, our behaviors. And this really is the art of deeper listening, deeper intimacy with ourselves and something that we'll be diving into more over the coming weeks in this podcast. I've got some wonderful teachers and therapists and, and creatives and activists lined up to be talking about their service and, and of course, this is a dance. This is not something that you do once and just happens. It's a, a constant reminder to come back to being present with what is, to being intimate and vulnerable, to listening. But when you do that, as you might have noticed, it, there's an immediate response. There's an immediate yes of the body, of your energy, an immediate pleasure, expansion, compassion. So really it's a no-brainer. It's just that we're so addicted to these loops. We're so used to being in this more superficial state, in this emotional state. Instead of listening, instead of going deeper into this natural intelligence and love that's here. 
and I've really noticed this in the podcast and I've shared a little bit about this earlier but when I've been in a more slightly more anxious state meaning I've been wanting to appear a certain way I've been fangirling a little bit um, interviewing people who had a bigger a larger audience or more experience or more seemingly su- successful in my mind that that did create this separation and it did make make it harder to listen to be in this space of depth and 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 slowness and and intelligence and deeper deeper listening because I was trying to get in a way get something out of the conversation to appear a certain way to get them to like me and in doing so I wasn't seeing being with myself I wasn't fully seeing and being with them and there'd always be a bit of regret of that and I think we that adds to that little anxiety that we feel because we have a sense of what is possible in terms of our connection with others. We know what it is really to be in oneness with another because that's our true nature. And so when we're not, when we experience disconnect and separation, there is an an angst. Perhaps that's the existential angst of life, of of living the embodied life, of dancing with separation. And really, again, coming back to this, this can be a heavy theme, and it does bring up heavy stuff. And it can be something that is taken with innocence and playfulness and curiosity and wonder instead of it being a, oh my god I did this and being uh, in the victim in the heaviness then it's like a, oh dear oops I did it again <laughs> I did it again I forgot who I was I forgot what was important and what was pleasurable and what was good for me and I made up that this person was like this. And I had this very innocent, as Tiger Singleton says, this innocent misunderstanding of who I am, of who they are, of life. Didn't really see them. And then, great. I saw it. I danced with it. And I can move back to actually listening again until the next opportunity arises to get, oh, damn it, I did it again. <laughs> and I'm sharing this, and this, is, this moves me because I've been many, many times in this space of heaviness, and I've lived a lot of my life in this space of the victim to, to my feelings and my thoughts and to others and to blaming and to shaming, and it's not, and you may know this, I'm sure you do. It's not nice. It's not nice at all. So to be able to just connect and and see and integrate the importance and beauty and simpleness of 
another way, a lighter way. Ah, it's great. The challenge will be to really integrate that when in daily life, in, in my relationships, in those that are closer to me and more intimate to me. But that's also the, the challenge and the gift of this journey. So I think for now that's all, folks. That's all I wanted to share. That's all that feels good to speak to. Um, I'm curious how you receive this. I would love to hear from you uh, what you receive from this, this sharing. And I'm just going to finish by bringing us to this space of listening. Just a very short, simple practice. And while, while we're actually on the topic of listening, this is one of the topics that we talk of on, in the Return to Origin online retreat, which uh, we're running the second edition of um, in September starting. And in the first Sunday of September, we have, we're going to post it very soon. The Art of Listening is the second module. And really it's about exploring what this means and, and how we can go deeper into this. And this online retreat, just a small parenthesis, it's called Return to Origin, and it really is return also to reality, return to what's true, return to what's alive, return to life, to go beyond our images of who and what we think we are and to really reconnect with our infinite, timeless, beautiful um, nature and to the reality of each moment, to what's actually here and now. So if this resonates with you, please stay tuned for information. I would love to go on this journey with you. We'll give you some more details very soon. But for now, let's have an experience of this listening. So I invite you, if you haven't already, to close your eyes to breathe into your belly. Taking a few breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Just allowing yourself to drop in. Softening your mind, softening your body, all your muscles. Softening your inner organs. Allowing all your cells to relax. As you're breathing, as you're becoming more centered and aware of yourself, noticing this low-level anxiety or angst that I talk about and I mentioned, which may exist as tension somewhere inside, in your organs, in your mind, in your body. Just locate that. Notice how it is, how it lives inside you. light holding against life, tightness, like as if we're clutching.
to stop the flow of life. Just notice how that lives inside you. do anything but be present to what it is, to what's here, to be, take the risk to really be here, to be intimate with yourself, intimate with life, be vulnerable to really experience this moment as you are, with this tightness, with this stress, anxiety, sadness, whatever is here. soft, to be quiet, to be gentle, listening. Giving ourselves an energetic hug, a hug with our awareness. body parts need a hug of energy of your focus more than others allow your awareness to move between parts of the body between sensations feelings really listening to these parts being curious about these parts wondering What does it feel like? What does it sound like? What's happening here? Like you're meeting a child or a friend and you're really curious about the experience. Not trying to control it or change it, but really listening. So you might notice new dots connecting, new awarenesses coming in, more energy, more consciousness, more presence, more pleasure. In this space of being intimate, yourself and with life just for a few moments you can imagine your cells imagine your cells and notice what they look like and how they respond to this hug this listening. How your organs 
muscles respond, how your mind responds, how your heart responds. stay in this space for as long as you wish to, you can pause the recording and when you're ready remaining in this depth of listening of being gently coming back wiggle, wiggling your toes and your fingers giving your body a bit of a hug a bit of a massage before eventually opening your eyes I just want to finish by thanking you, thanking you for listening, thanking you for being here on this journey with us, thanking you for all the interactions, the, the comments, the likes, the posts. Thank you for joining us in this exploration of the art of being human, the art of service, and really how we can live from a deeper and more, live and work from a deeper and more authentic place. Thank you and have a beautiful day.